वेलकम टू मुडीमो आवाज अ पॉडकास्ट प्रेजेंटेड बाय म्यूजिको आई एम योर होस्ट मोहुआ ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट वी विल टॉक टू ड्रीमर्स अनसंग हीरोज हु हैव ब्रोकन द रूल्स एज दे स्वैम अगेंस्ट द करंट एंड रिन्यूड देयर वाउस टू देमसेल्व्स एज इंडिविजुअल्स द बिलीवर्स हु हैव बीन क्रेजी टू स्टार्ट वेंचर्स दैट हैव मेड अ डिफरेंस टू सोसाइटी एंड द लाइफ्स दे हैव टचड विद देयर मैग्नैनिमिटी एंड नॉलेज एज फॉर मी I was in the communications business in a leadership role and also been a homemaker. The slow death of my self-confidence that went unnoticed over the years when self-worth was based on the validation I sought from others. Quoting the author Elif Shafak, do not go with the flow. Be the flow. Hi, in today's episode we have Siddharth Abraham. He's a musician, fitness instructor, He is the quintessential true blue Bangalore boy with an extremely warm persona and an easy body basic approach towards fitness. So you know what I met Sid when he ran Hypermonkey a fitness center in Bangalore where he taught his students to use the body the body to create a momentum towards fitness and agility. So Sid says his method is to use various ways of the body with tools that's available around to create a fun workout. Welcome Sid in my episode today. and tell us where did this whole genesis of uh, fitness begin for you thank you mama thank you for having me here uh my journey of fitness actually started actually a little late in life maybe i was about 18 years old it started off with me learning martial arts i got into kickboxing and it was something that i've always wanted to do okay uh i mean i grew up on the culture watching so many jackie chan and jet li movies and i was like oh i must learn how to do this and somehow i think the universe just gave me an opportunity to learn kickboxing and i took it i trained for about a couple of years and then i started taking classes and as i was taking classes i realized that this was something that i would love to do and it just kept me going from there and uh, i realized that it was all about doing different things not just getting stuck on to doing one kind of thing trying and integrating different aspects into that that lifestyle that i had developed at that moment and i i discovered that it was so refreshing to add when you realize that there are so many aspects to it and you don't have to just get stuck onto one particular style of things and from there from the martial arts thing i opened out into functional fitness i got interested in weights as well and i realized that the body has so much to do and it gives you exactly what you want to take it to so it's very interesting you know said when you say this because you know at 18 uh, invariably when you're in college uh, fitness is a career but it's not a career you know that's how in india or i i don't know how it is world over but in india in most homes you know they would think that you know the child is going to um, go and do an mba or they would do become a doctor or they would become an engineer because you think you know that in these sort of professions your salary and your money is always you're assured of an income of course i mean now with this pandemic and you know everybody's rethinking about things which they had never ever imagined so to me it's ex- i i have so much of respect uh, for um, you know for being able to pursue what you passionately believe in but uh, tell me something at home when you told your people you know your parents that uh, you're going to pursue uh, fitness as a career uh, they were okay with it your friends were okay with it uh, how did it go so uh, initially there was a little bit of uh, like uh, there was some hindrance like parents are will be parents they are of, of course concerned they've never seen uh, people make money out of uh doing something that you're passionate about especially 
and uh, I used so I used the excuse of taking a break here. I said I'll need a break here after college. Let me just discover what I want to do, and then instead of us wasting money on a course or a degree that I may not be interested in later on, let me just try and figure things out. In that one year, I how did you have that clarity, Siddharth? <laughs> that you wanted to take that break because at at that point I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do and I had always believed this is something that I believed growing up as well and I got a little more clarity maybe when I reached about 16 was that I would like to do something that I enjoy doing I would love to do something that I enjoy doing and uh, I also have a theory that if I do what I love doing money will come on its own i don't have to really force myself to it and at that time living at home you're really not thinking that oh my god i'm going to be out on the streets or anything at that moment so i didn't really have that fear and when i took my break here i got into the whole fitness thing with the classes and everything else and i realized i was making money out of it and uh, i was making quite a good amount as well and that's when i said you know what Uh, I told my mom and dad. I was like, you know, I think I'd like to pursue this. Mom, of course, got a little scared initially. She, there were there were a lot of conversations, uh, shouting matches, uh, back and forth. I would never I imagine shouting matches with you, <laughs> considering what a gentle uh, person that you are. I mean, I've known no, no. you so long. So I'm, I te- I'm telling you, mothers can push buttons that anybody <laughs> can just it just just flares up like that. So yeah, uh, there were those on and offs and all, but. she just kept she kept trying to push me into it she's like okay you do this but also try and get something else to help you simultaneously you do this but also do that and i was like you know what ma let me just try doing this first let me see how it goes we'll see i'm i'm only to 18 at that time and uh, when i finished degree i was 21 so when i took my gap year it was 21 22 so i was like i'm only 22 years old i have another in case i ever want to get back to studying i still have a lot of time it's not like i'm running out of time or anything so i still have time to do it and but it just felt right once i got into it taking those classes getting people fit and seeing those faces and that energy was just so it's, a, it's a very very you you're i would like to think that you're a giver because uh, you know invariably when you see other people getting fit and uh, so many times what happens is that in this whole fitness journey a lot of people don't acknowledge their trainers you know and uh, they would uh, they forget to acknowledge their trainers you know and that i think can be so um, thankless sometimes because i mean i've been in a profession like public relations and communications for mm, really really mm. long and it can be very daunting you know so it requires so much of resilience from within you to know that uh, you know it is okay because you're happy to see somebody get fitter you know and become healthier in life so when you started hyper monkey in kormangla i mean it was a prime spot right yeah, yeah. um so Who did you have partners along with yes, you when you I started did. this? Yes, a couple of friends of mine. So three of us started okay. it, and they're all into fitness. Ah, uh, they primarily no. They're all interested in fitness. Okay. Uh, one one of them and me, both of us basically, we both grew up eating martial arts at that time. So that and we were childhood friends as well. All three of us are childhood friends as well. And the other one also had lost a massive amount of weight and 
so he was also on the fitter side of things. So, so both of them were interested in fitness, but not as their primary thing. They had their own businesses before, but they were. I, I had mentioned it. They were like intrigued, and they were like, you know what? They suggested, why don't we just get this started? So I was like, yeah, why not? Let's go, go for it. So you have a lot of uh, you know fitness experts who turn around and they talk about not it's okay to be fat, but you know you need to be fit. But I've always, and I want you to correct me or maybe have a debate with me on mm-hmm, this because mm-hmm. I just feel that. Um, Body weight and self-esteem, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, uh, is very related. You so know? that's actually because of, uh, I honestly, it's because of the marketing that's happening right now. Everyone is making you feel that way because you're blasted with those images. For the longest time, you were blasted by size zero. Then it moved on to something else. Then it moved on to something else. It's It's perspective of people's beauty that most people don't realize that Beauty actually comes from within. If you are okay with the way you are, you really don't have anything to do. Why do we work out? Why do we? Why do I do it? I do it because I like it. I enjoy it. It keeps me feeling fresh. It keeps me feeling energized. All right. It doesn't matter that today I feel a little fat, tomorrow I feel a little thin. It doesn't. Just by doing it, that that gives me so much sense of calm and relief and yeah it's also about uh, the endorphins am I right it, it is that, it is that it's released. so much of yeah and so if you release endorphins first thing in the morning your whole day is going to go really good pretty I mean, much yeah pretty much. so of course exercise I would like to believe has really become center stage in today's life because it's a sedentary life for most people yes you know we're all desk people we yep. do not work uh, we don't do the kind of work uh, you know there's house help and there is a driver that's taking you to places for many people or you're driving your own car you know and in most homes you will have somebody who's picking the glass after you yeah, yeah so just tell me something um, did you see more women in this whole fitness thing because you know when I go into gyms or I pass by gyms I mean I or fitness centers I find a number of women there and to me it's so interesting because you know what um of course, there are men. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. there are men, men pumping iron there. Yeah, yeah. But women seem to like really take center stage for fitness. And if you run a business called uh, Hyper Monkey, okay, um, do you think the more clients, uh, clients were more women than men? So uh, when when we started Hyper Monkey, uh, Hyper Monkey at that time was one of the first uh, places to do just body weight workouts. Okay, there were no, there was no equipment, there were no uh, treadmills or anything. It was just pure body weight workouts based on classes. So we had yoga and different things, right? So we tried to mix all of it together and bring a, a program all together out there. So initially, initially, uh, what we had was, uh, we did have a majority of women initially, but it actually started evening itself out to about a 60-40, where 60% were women and 40% were men. There was a slight more thing. So what would you kind of, uh, what would you say is it 60% more women? I think you're saying women are becoming more conscious because of again coming back to the whole advertising gimmick where women are, uh, you know, so conditioned to look size zero. Is that the reason? So that's... Or they are more aware? They're they're probably more, more they're probably more, uh, I would say then. I wouldn't say they're more aware as such because I, I feel that the awareness is equal in the in I'm the biased categories. there, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is the awareness is thing, but the kind. Women, I've realized, are a little more uh, experimental. 
Okay. When it comes to taking on a fitness style for something, because uh, this is something that I've also noticed, they are ready to try new things. Okay. Okay. They are ready think to. Men are not. Uh, men are little. Quickly. Take a little more time. Okay. Presently, they're ready. Okay, but at that time when we started, when and we which started, year was this? this was in 2012. Okay. Again, like I said, uh, doing group classes was not a thing. It was still going to the gym and group classes was a side thing. But we made group classes the main thing and no gym. So you didn't have the chance to work out on your own. It was all about working together with a, com- with a group of people. Uh, I've always had this thing that if you are in a community, right? You will, motivated. Yeah, you're more motivated. You'll make new friends. So you'll be like, oh, you know, my friend is going. I'm going to go f- go to the thing. So there's a more chance of you going and working out. And again, something that uh, I'd, I'd like to bring into that hypermonkey space at that time was, uh, you know, one, the workouts are for everybody. You do, it's not a man and a woman thing kind of thing. It was, you are an individual who's come to say that, you know what, I want to feel healthy. I want to do something. This is what, this is the space for you. It wasn't about whether, it wasn't, it wasn't a gender kind of thing. Uh, when you asked me that, now when I look back at the numbers, I why I'm able to say 60-40 was because someone else had re- earlier asked me, do you see more men coming to your thing because you're a group class based, you don't have weights, you don't do this, you don't that, that. And I was like, you know what, the more, when you get into my classes and then you realize that, oh my God, this is hardcore. This is not something easy. It's not something that anybody can do with no level of fitness. It's you need to start building. And then you're like, oh, let me try. Let me give it a shot. And then you get into that thing. So women also get bored a lot easier. All right? they, they, if they can find something nicer or more conducive to what they like to do, they'll switch to that. So that is why they're ready to try more group classes. Okay. All right. So that's that's what I that's also what I realized over the years. If I if you have something nice and something that they like to do a lot more, they'll take it. They're ready to take it. Yes. Men have that perspective that okay, if I lift weights, this is how I'll reach. This is the thing because you have so much of history and so much of uh, accounting that when you see on your TV, when you open magazines, you're like, ah, oh, this bodybuilder guy and that bodybuilder guy and Arnold Schwarzenegger and so many other guys that are there out there that you're automatically getting, getting all that. So you're automatically thinking, okay, this is the only way to do it. And then things started changing as well. So, so now with the pandemic, you know, with, uh, you know, so many, uh, there are all gyms have shut and, you know, nobody's really going and we really don't know when this is going to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it this that you're uh, managing, you know, your classes and uh, how is work looking up for you? Honestly, I think it it really changes the game. And uh, for me, it gave me a lot more time. I was able to actually schedule in uh, a lot better because uh, initially I was a little hesitant to start moving online because I I like that personal touch. I like being in front of somebody, being able to correct them when when and where I can and all that. And uh, it worked out quite well for me. All my clients said, you know what, let's go, let's go online. And I was like, okay. Because they also understood that... Uh, if they take a break now, that consistency might be broken. So during this pandemic, did you even once for a minute, and you have to tell me the truth, <laughs> did you think that this is way more stressful as a career than a regular job? Uh, no, 
Really? <laughs> I, honestly speaking, what what actually helped in my my case also is the fact that I didn't have I don't have a gym right now that I'm running, so mm-hmm. I don't have any uh, rent to worry about or anything else. So that worked a lot in my favor as well. So when people just said, "Let's just move online," it pretty much took out. So you start your day at what time? I start at six thirty in the morning. Okay, and it goes on till. It'll go on. So again, because I got to choose my times and everything else, I kept it simple. I didn't do too much. I took how many of the clients I'd like to take. I I had about six to seven, which is what I wanted. Got me the comfort of living a month to month the way I'd like to live it. Okay, got me the time to do whatever else I'd like to do. Like I caught up on reading, I got into meditation, I started a new course. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. So tell me, what is your take actually on celebrity trainers? And uh, do you feel that most trainers would want an endorsement? Um, you know, because we really live in a very star-struck society. And, uh, you know, trainers who've trained so-and-so, you know, um, Always kind of. So most uh, trainers also, especially I don't know how much it is in Bangalore, but mm-hmm. in Bombay, mm-hmm. you know, there is this huge trend and we do read about them in all over the newspapers. So do you, do you think this trend is also, was also there in Bangalore? And if it's there, do you think it makes sense to, um, you know, be associated with somebody who's known, you know, for uh, trainers? Because does it come as an endorsement? I'm, I'm sure it would help. Uh, personally, again, Personally, I never really uh, noticed all this because this was something that I never did for endorsement or anything else. I did it for me. That's because you're the bank banker <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I yeah. just I actually I did it for me. I did it because I could see what it did for other people as mm-hmm. well, and it that that was my piece with it. It wasn't about. Uh, I mean, but everybody's really out there now. Everybody is talking. Yeah, about I guess, I guess, fitness so. and yeah, talking about yeah. nutrition because I think people have got a lot more income to indulge, uh, you know, and make their lives better. Of course, yep, because of the yep. sedentary life that they lead, you know. Yeah. Um, but again, coming back to the things that you like to do outside your fitness and your training, you know, sure. you're a musician. Yes. Okay, and uh, tell me a little about your uh, music. Can we call it a career? Uh, so it's right now. It's still a passion project. I haven't made a, made it a career yet. We we're trying to, but again, like I said, it's still more of a passion thing. We're going with the, I go with the flow. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it's fine. I'm still enjoying it. Is the for me the process is, is if I'm enjoying it, I'm okay with it, and that's how it is. So I do have a band called Solder. We did release a EP recently. What is it called? It's called Buttons. Okay, and yeah. uh, and it's available come? on all platforms as well. So okay. yeah, it's, okay. What is the song all about? We have four songs actually in that. Uh, we have a song called Better, which is about you know. Yeah, I had actually got inspired. That song, I uh, is I'm a little personally connected with it because I got inspired when I saw this whole viral thing about how uh, a whole community of gay people put out this video saying that you know uh, everything gets better. And they just went and uh, they were send, telling people who were scared and thing and just sent out this viral video saying that you know things get better, things get better. Don't worry. No, it's such an better. important message said at this yeah. time in life. Yeah. So because people are so isolated right now, you know, and you, uh, I, I don't think any one of us was prepared for this. For sure. So yeah. So that was what that song is about. All actually, all our songs that way when we so written. Do you write your of, own songs? Yes. Yes. You're a writer too. Yes, I'm a singer-songwriter as well. Yeah, okay. I do compose. I am trying to compose some more music uh, for for myself as such. But let's see how that goes. I'm just trying to, like I said, 
as what as the, the creative what thing. What are the other things? Uh then I am training to be a counselor as well. Okay. Because I I think the skills that I, I think I can vouch for that. <laughs> it helps. It helps. It helps to add. I I believe that. Uh, there are so many things that we can do in life. And if you can find the things that you enjoy you doing in life, <laughs> I repeat just, you again, just, you just go and I do it. I don't think somebody's been—you've uh, been able to look at yourself, you know. Uh, yes, uh, because it comes from that space of uh, wanting to help others. It comes from that space of uh, finding your peace uh, in, you know, in in probably having a talent that you probably pass it out and you share that with everyone because we are actually today you know after this pandemic talking about a collective consciousness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we are highly mistaken if we think that we can live isolated in our little shells you know and little bubble sorry and uh, you know you can continue we can't we are all connected to one another it's true yeah it's true. now yeah, you know with society. this diwali around us i mean if people really go out there and burst crackers because there are homes there who have people with asthma and people who have you know lung diseases and especially now with covid mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. i know i'm digressing but this yeah. is really a collective consciousness that we are talking about right but it's changing it is it's slow it is slow there is some positive change i know people but your music has to be held for a while because now there are no live shows nothing right but that's okay yeah, that's you're doing that doesn't mean uh, that doesn't mean you stop doing anything i mean it's fine you take a pause you take a break there are ways if you really want to be out there there are ways you the struggle is real for everybody whether you're in the fitness space whether you're in the music space whether you're a lawyer doctor anything the struggle is there but if you find what you are happy doing if you know that you're uh if you know that you've got you're in that right space nothing matters nothing matters when when i look at some for if i look at somebody and i'm like oh my god he works so hard but someone else will come and tell me dude you work so hard and i'm like no but i'm doing this is what i'm doing and they're like yeah that it's you're spending the time and that's how it is you do what you it's love it's very subjective it is very subjective and if you do what you love if you're going for it and just doing it no matter what that that sense of peace nothing can touch it nothing can touch it what about the food part i mean are you one of those hyper guys who oh, like into this whole i love food <laughs> I love food. Oh, That's yeah, that, that is my uh, that is my uh, <laughs> I I keep telling I keep joking about this. I keep telling people I live to eat. Like I work out because I can eat. Me too. That's it. And I and I wouldn't give it up for anything. Like yeah, I know I'm a nutritionist and I'm like yeah, you should be healthy. But sometimes you just you just like to enjoy and indulge. I'm not saying indulge like non-stop 24/7 and just work out as hard as possible. No, that won't in the long run that is going to affect your body in and you can't do anything about it. But the thing is you enjoy. You have good food, enjoy it. All right? Don't feel guilty about it. Enjoy the food. Work out later. Maybe the next day, do a little bit of so dieting. So it's about moderation. Yeah, it yeah. is. That is what it is. It's all about moderation, being consistent. So you know what moderate. is the best part? Actually, talking to you, Sid, is this that you know so many people they actually waste their entire lifetime by not following something that they love, and it took me so long. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> to even come to terms with the fact that oh. Okay, I think I enjoy writing, and I enjoy, uh, you know, meeting people, talking to them, and also starting this podcast. I took really, really long, but you know, for my listeners, I would really like you to reiterate that, you know, what you said. If you could repeat that again, that you should do what you do, what you love, yeah, do what you love, be who you are. That's 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 important, and the rest will follow. Everything will follow. Like 
everything will follow. When you actually get down to looking at it and you look around you, you will see how much good you have. You will, you will see it. When you've reached that mark, you will see it. Like no matter what is going on, the day that you feel down, the day that you feel uh, you don't have enough, just start looking small steps. It doesn't have to be big. Look at that thing that you have, that you enjoy, and you'll just start opening up so much more and it'll be amazing. That journey is something else. Like I, I'm still learning so much every day about myself. That journey of exploration is that doesn't stop for anybody. It, doesn't it is stop. just continuing. And you it. shouldn't stop it. Yeah. You shouldn't say that, uh, you know what, I this you is get very this is this then. is it and I'm done. I don't want to do anything more. I will stay and continue. Even in that thing that you're continuing, just by looking at it from a different perspective here and there. Oh, I completely relate to that because to me it's that I would never ever be jaded. <laughs> I would continue to do things that I, you know, like and I love and uh and I think that's what also keeps me going. So thank you so much, Sid, for being on the show. Thank you and, so much for uh, having me, Mawa. Yeah, and Sid's mantra, as he says, is fit, happy, hyper, where yeah. every workout is a fun workout. Hypermonkey underscore Sid is where you can find him. And he's just the guy. <laughs> thank you, Sid. Thank you, Mawa.